0: Eternals. Uh, I'm joined by Alex. Hello. And Michelle. Hello. So, Eternals is a movie directed by current uh, best director from Oscars, Chloe Zhao. It's a very big cast, so let's go through them. It's Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Kit Harrington, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Lise- Lise- Leah McHugh, Brian. Tyree Henry, Lauren Rudolph, Barry Keegan, I don't know, it's Irish, I can't pronounce that properly. Uh, Don Lee. So, just a kind of a quick overview, a no spoiler overview for the Eternals. It's basically the kind of the origin of the Marvel Universe. Uh, These Eternals are put to earth by the Celestials so that they can kind of fight the deviants and help uh, the human population grow. But that's not really it. And we'll talk about that eventually. And uh, so yeah, lots of crazy things happen. It is probably Marvel's most dense movies, very heady. So let's start off with our uh, first thoughts. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay. I'll. Um... I'll 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 start
1: with this. Number one, there's a reason why the Eternals comics never sold, okay? Because it's just not. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's it, it's just not reader friendly. It's, it's not for the casual reader. Uh, same reason like this movie is not for the casual viewer. Um, and uh, second thing about the Eternals is that if uh, the humans are second rate X-Men, then the Eternals are second rate Inhumans, which you know, sadly, but, but but that's sort of the case of uh, the Eternals in terms of Marvel lore. No one really cares about these characters. So going into it, it was kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy situation. It's like, okay, how, like, what, what are we doing here? And as far as the story goes, it is like the most, despite not being set in space, it's like the most cosmic story that uh, a Marvel movie has ever done. Uh, kind of like the you know, you, you hear it thrown around a lot, the chariot of the gods, and basically, like, what, what if like an alien civilization had a hand in human, uh, civil, you know, human development? Uh, and I'll just say that, like, I really enjoyed this movie. The things I didn't enjoy was that it was all the Marvel stuff. Uh, Lou, Lou, you you mentioned the guy, uh, Harish Patel. If he, if they would have just kicked his ass off, it would have been a better movie because there would have been no forced comedy. And, and that's really what was dragging it down. Uh, what's his name, uh, Kingo, AKA, I'm looking at the IMDb here, Kumail uh, he, he He's a comedic actor. It comes very naturally. So, so like there was nothing wrong with uh, you know, his funny bit.
0: Harun but... was the forced humor. Is it, yeah. exactly yeah
1: yeah and, and 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 like there were other moments of forced humor that like it, it's like ah stop being so marvel stop being so marvel and the last thing i'll say it's like people say that it's like a dc movie and like yeah it's true it, it it's kind of like you know beefier stronger but it doesn't mean that it's a snyder movie because it's not a zack snyder movie it, it does feel like a dc movie just good
2: wow okay <laughs> um I, I also liked it a lot. Um, I, I liked it for, I guess, maybe different reasons than Alex. For the first time ever, I liked the comedy. I don't know, it worked for me, which is so like, it's so weird that I like, I hate, you know, I always don't like the comedy in most of these types of movies. For some reason, it worked so well for me in this one. Um, I think because I like was so unfamiliar with anything related to this, that the comedy helped me not get bogged down by all the story. Um, So, like, I didn't fall into, like, the Dune problem where I'm, like, there's too much happening and I don't understand. Um, The comedy kind of gave me those moments to just kind of, like, accept what was happening and just, like, have a good time. Um, And this movie was a good time. It felt good. I was, like, yeah, this is, I'm okay with this. Like, there wasn't any big issues that I personally had with it. Um, All the characters made sense to me. I kind of liked, like, the thing I liked, which was also... I heard some people's complaints about this who didn't know Eternals was the Eternals like as characters are very like stereotypical characters like they play their roles very to a T um like it reminds me of like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign it's like you have this character this character. and they this is all they do this is their role and I liked that it made it for me very easy to understand like how the characters interacted who they were to each other because it was very like here's who they are they're very kind of basic in that sense not boring, just understandable. Whereas I know some people complained about that because we were a little too, like, I don't know, cookie cutter. And I like that. I like the cookie cutter. Like, here's our team. Here's our leader. Here's how this works. And here are these different dynamics. It worked really well for me. And it was entertaining. I was I was highly entertained. It's not like my favorite thing, but like, I enjoyed it.
0: That's it. I want to I do something interesting later on before I, 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 I do my quick thoughts. Um, later on, we're going to... Cause this is the, the latest one. So I want, if you guys know of hand your top five MCU film and where you would put Eternals. Something to think about during like the, uh, while we talk. So quick thoughts, um, as I know, I, I, I didn't think I hit it that this was my most anticipated MCU movie of the year, even more than uh, Spider-Man. But, uh, and then I saw, before I saw the movie the the reviews came out the bad bad reviews so i was like oh god damn i was so waiting for this i'm gonna get let down and even as i was kind of thinking and like trying to figure out if, if if you guys would like it i'm like i think i'm gonna be alone because i understand how it's gonna be the most divisive kind of marvel movie ever but i'm actually glad you like it uh for me i loved it so much um there's once in a while, there's a movie that comes out, and you're like, I think they made that for me. There's for me. There's only like four other movies I think that uh, did that: The Goonies, um, The Fall, Pants Labyrinth, and Eternals. And I was just like blown away by Chloe Zhao's kind of just use of uh, shooting at golden hour, which I think she did that every chance that she could get. Uh, the stories I could relate to, the characters, the performances were great. The special effects were good until the, I would say the, uh, there's a couple of things in the CGI that I didn't quite like, but we'll talk about it. So yeah, uh, this movie actually blew my mind. I loved it so much. Uh, so let's kind of talk about it. So we'll start off with a story. Uh, we just kind of talked briefly the story. What did you guys like about the story and what what worked and what didn't work for you guys?
2: I think just the basic concept of the story worked for me. It made sense. I understood kind of like why they were doing what they were doing and, and like their mission. I understood that, that totally made sense. I'm like, okay, that checks out. I liked the little nod, like the little moment between um, Dane and Cersei where he's like well where were you guys when Thanos was doing his thing I like that little mention that was I know a question I would have had I liked that because it really set this story within the greater universe without getting bogged down by the greater universe and I really liked that part and then when it was kind of revealed like what their true mission was I it worked it worked really well for me because each character was so committed to their original mission or like they were having like All their characters were so invested in the original mission in their own ways that I could understand why they'd all react the way they would down the line. So even when we do have that moment with um, Icarus being just like the bad guy, I was told, I got it. Like, I was like, yeah, I get it. That's your mission. Like, I I, didn't necessarily relate to him in any way, but it made sense to me that his character could make the decisions that he did. And I like that because I don't love when we get a character that's like so good and da da da, and then they're like, just kidding, they were bad all along. And he doesn't really fit for their character. In his case, it fit, and it didn't necessarily feel like he was bad. He was just like really committed to the mission, without questioning why. And like that makes sense to me as
0: like a, a good a, soldier through and through.
2: Yeah, exactly, and, and it made sense for his character and the story and just like his relationships with the other characters. I liked that being the reason for him leaving Cersei, like protecting her. I actually really liked that as his reasoning I thought it made sense I was just like I didn't want to get bogged down with the stupid like love stories like get it out of here I'm over it it worked it worked actually really well for me um yeah that the story like I don't have really many concerns about like the the grand story there's like nitpicky bits and bobs but the grand story I get it makes sense it checks out I'm here for it I understand it it's all good
1: um, okay, so so like I, I guess I offer the unique perspective of like being the the, the comic nerd and all. I'll explain bit, right? So so like the the main plot of this it, it's uh, basically taken from like my favorite Marvel comic series of all time, which is Earth X. And in that, it's yeah, it's revealed that, that. Uh, yeah th- that the Celestials implant planets uh with, with like a, a cosmic egg that hatches, destroys a world, becomes a celestial, just like in this movie. No walls to be found in regular Marvel canon, uh except in this, you know, dystopian future story. And like this is also the reason why Galactus goes around eating planets. Uh but uh... again, yeah, right. So so okay, so, so, so like he, he's keeping them in, in check. But again, that's like a, a dystopian thing. I they might be, you know, putting that into the mcu so so like as, as far as like the whole cosmic scene goes i i, I love it because it's just this grand scope grand story in my opinion it sacrifices some of the relatability uh to the characters uh especially like in the face of like characters like uh i don't know um well, you can't even say Thor's relatable, but uh, even like Black Widow or, or 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 like even Tony Stark. You know, he's got his flaws and stuff. besides you know, being rich, but 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 like that's usually Marvel's thing. Like Spider Man, like, like the everyman. Like you relate to these characters, and it's, like it's really hard to relate to like somebody who's like thousands of years old and actually a robot. So I I guess that's uh, that 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 was kind of like the, uh, the the trade-off there. But uh, it, to me, it was really ambitious and, and like out of the box for what Marvel does. That's why w- w- when it like, would go back to like the Marvel tropes of like, hey, funny joke, there's a human here who shouldn't be here. Hey, he's heavy set. Uh-huh. It, it didn't work. It, it didn't work for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that it, the, the Icarus twist at the end. Uh, I, I did feel like there was like a lot of potential for other stories like Druig. That was, like, so interesting to me. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was, like, one of the coolest things, right? It's like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. Like, maybe there should have been more tension there, like, like, like more reason, because that was kind of, like, settled uh, kind of quickly. Um, the whole Dane thing, like, uh, I wasn't expecting him to disappear for, for basically the entire movie. He was just there in the beginning, old Jon Snow, and then uh, he comes back <laughs> at the end. That was another weird one. I, I I suppose we should talk mid credit scene later. Yeah. Or I don't know. Should have. Should. Yeah. Okay. We'll do yeah, that later. We'll,
0: we'll talk about it. The, the <laughs> mid- end credit scenes.
1: End credit scene. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I, I'm. I mean, like, for what it did for for its uh, uniqueness. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the story more than I didn't.
0: All right. So uh, I came here today fully. Ready to battle you guys because I think <laughs> we just hate it. And I was like, I'm gonna be alone in this, so yeah, I'm just gonna echo off what you guys were saying. Um, Alex was mentioning Earth X, and they did kind <clears throat> of grab a little bit from the uh, the only Eternals run I've read it was the uh, the Neil Gaiman one, it, it which had Tiamat ready to, to be born. I, I really like that story, and I love that they're gonna just go, uh cosmic with this and just, just stay away from earth now it, it's overdone <laughs> everything just happening on earth, somewhere in new york somewhere in la it's good that they're just gonna go have this mission yep. so i was really happy that to see that eternals return because kind of like the dune situation where we didn't know kind of when the next dune would be what while the movie was happening i was kind of thinking shit i wonder if they're gonna do the eternals too but this is marvel it's almost like a even if some movies don't make enough money, the other movies will more than make up like for the money for it, right? Um, I think there was some parts of the story that didn't work for me. And I think the, the, the time jump for me was kind of a lot and too much uh, because basically the first maybe 30 minutes the they kept jumping back and forth this is one of those movies where I wish I um, had more time. I know it was a really long movie, but I wish there was more time. Just give it a little more breathing room from like all the the that they did jump to and uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. It was really cool that this is also really biblical because when the opening sprawl went up in the beginning for <laughs> the people that know the Bible um, <laughs> in the beginning is Genesis. And kind of like, uh, there was another one that my friend actually mentioned to me is they, there were seven different eras, which uh, Ajac mentioned seven days. So it also had like seven different eras they jumped back and forth to. Um, Yeah, I think I do kind of agree a little bit with Alex, with Karun. I thought some of the jokes were fine. It was just like, in in the scene, it was kind of there. It, It didn't take you out of it. But there was also a lot of current words. I think it was forced humor. where It was just like, "Yes, uh, blah blah." Sure, I can't really. I don't. I shouldn't do that. But <laughs> it was just forced. Um, did Did you guys have anything that you you thought didn't work in the story or? I,
1: oh, Sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> hey, you don't mind. Go
1: we're ahead. gonna trash
0: it now. Sorry, yeah. but
1: we're gonna. You've unleashed us, you unleashed it. Uh, it's on. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm gonna say. Um, Deviant stuff was was kind of weak because like like they're kind of not formidable, and then like uh, the main one kept coming back and were like sort of forced to think that you know they they impose a threat when really like the main antagonist has always felt like the Celestials and you know the existential uh crisis that uh, that the internals are having you know once they find out the true nature of their reality like that was the central conflict for me, or at least the most interesting conflict. Uh, yeah, the whole, the whole uh, deviance kept showing up. Uh, yeah, nah, didn't like it.
2: Michelle. Okay, so my issues, I don't know. This one's just gonna sprite? Hello? Just all that, oh, you love Icarus? You're also a child? You also wanna be a human suddenly? Where the frick did that come from? Like, there was no mention in the rest of the entire movie that sprite had any feelings for Icarus like that just started happening in the second half where it's like but I wish if they're going that route they'd establish it when Icarus first showed up um like a sprite having like more of a notable reaction because it just wasn't I didn't see that coming at all and I was just like that's weird because you've really established that this as a child um at this point not like they could have done a better okay hold on <laughs> let me collect my thoughts here <laughs> Some weird about this one I wish they'd actually properly established Sprite as being an eternal in the sense that Sprite has lived all these lifetimes and therefore is only in a child's body and not a child's mind. Because Sprite acted very childish and then suddenly likes this older dude that was dating her friend, which is also you're crossing friendship boundaries. That's rude. Also, you're kind of a weird family. I don't understand what the dynamic is because. Sprite has this very like child of the group dynamic. Um, So in introducing this weird love triangle, I hated it. And then at no point is it mentioned that Sprite's interested in being a human and living life until the very end, where it would have been really interesting if throughout Sprite had more of these moments of witnessing humans do human things around her and be like, kind of, oh, look at that. Like, she's like, I want a family. Where, when, since when? did you mention that maybe at some point she had interacted with a baby that would have been interesting to watch of seeing her interact with this baby in a way that isn't a child interacting with a baby but a a woman who wants to become a mother interacting with a baby like that would look really different and that could have been a really interesting moment for her character i just that character to me was not strong at all despite being in most of the movie where some of the other eternals got like sidelined to the last quarter and just got nothing Sprite to me was still more of a question mark as a character, even though she was in everything. It just like made no sense to me a lot of her decisions. Um, So I I have problems with with Sprite. Well acted, just hate the character.
0: Uh, I'm I'm gonna go back to uh, the Deviants as well, like Alex said, Uh, because from from what I know, and I haven't like I I haven't read a lot of the Eternals uh, uh, runs in Marvel, but to me the Deviants are what you know superman lex luther is batman joker is so the the deviants are kind of like the, the, the opposite of the eternals and they're supposed to be formidable but they just were here to get slapped around by the uh by the eternals and, and i mean i do understand that uh uh crow crow evolved and became that deviant i wish there was more uh, more crows kind of battle with the uh the eternals but it's still kind of it's the celestials that are like the the main bad guys in this movie although i i honestly think that there is no clear-cut villain because everybody had a purpose and they were just doing their purpose that's that's what i i thought that's what i got um so i guess we can move on to the the technical
1: at oh sorry go ahead Alex yeah no no I I, I I I just wanted to um to address uh Michelle's point which which is absolutely true like like, like Sprite the, the only thing they had was that Sprite was getting carded in the beginning of the movie and that's what I thought like okay cool they're gonna play off it no they didn't like, like the, the rest of the movie passed it might have had some some scenes where, where you know maybe something popped up but like I it went un- unnoticed Uh, Oh yeah, I I think they did mention, like, oh, you can't live uh, anywhere too long because, you know, you're always a kid. It's like, okay, but how about more moments where she longs, like, like you show that she longs to be older, you know, or, or, like, to look older. Um, And and as for the deviant thing, it's so weird because it's Bill Skarsgård playing Crow. (laughs) Then, if that's the case, you should have had him speaking from the beginning. Like, when he first shows up, he starts talking. It's like... Yeah, it's like, oh, this isn't a normal deviant. Then you have some intrigue there, right? Instead of, oh, I'm super
0: strong, I heal. All right, but anyway, all right. And he was like giving <laughs> other deviants some things, you know, so I, like, okay, so are they gonna talk now? And they just had like yeah, tiny bits of power or whatever it was, but so it didn't really work for me. Yeah. Cool.
2: Okay, all right, go ahead. adding on to the deviant thing. <laughs> so interesting you pointed them out because him giving the other ones power We saw that after the other ones had already been dispatched. So it didn't mean anything because they'd already had the battle in the village where they'd already killed these special, like powerful, more powerful ones with the same amount of effort that we'd seen them kill the other ones with. So what was the point of any of that scene? Being like, here, have some power, but like you already got wrecked. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, I thought that was really interesting. And then this is just a a me problem or a me question. The way he looked like that crow when he transformed was very, I don't know, it didn't work for me. Like his little, I don't know, is he supposed to be a celestial looking thing or an Ultron looking thing? Like he just looked too familiar, if that made uh, sense. I don't know what that, yeah, Alex can he, help me, what is that? Yeah, he, yeah, he looked like Steppenwolf
1: from Justice League.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Total
1: shit. Total there was something trash. there, I
2: was like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah,
1: it it it, it was it, it was definitely like like not uh, very you know well thought out or creative but as far as looks go. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah um, it probably doesn't help again oh, with the, uh, the 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 sprite thing. Uh, again, agreeing with with both of you. Um, although I kind of had to, because basically to me, it's just uh sprite just went like A to D, and they'd really mention. B, C, and all, all, all that stuff, which right. I kind of just filled in my head, although I do understand you, but I kind of just like, okay, what, what did Sprite? Okay, they they show the like the hand in the thing, the, the drink, and lo- longing looks at, uh, there was like one at uh, Icarus, and then the mention of like uh, Peter Pan, Wendy, and she's Tinker Bell, and Tinker and, and and I had to like fill in the blanks for myself, I would like to see it because you guys are absolutely right that they should be more of uh, Sprite. But then again, we're like complaining about 10 characters in one movie where they're mm-hmm. really well-written, like to be honest. And then, um, so yeah, I can move on. Let's talk about the technical aspects of the uh, movie. Let's talk about the, the, the look, the production design the sound, uh, the special effects. Uh, What do you guys
2: got? Okay, I wanna say something about the special effects. And this is, because we just very recently reviewed the thing, I think it actually hurt my expectations for the Deviants (laughs) because I was disappointed in how they looked. I thought they were actually kind of too cute and like fun looking. (laughs) There was one that looked like a salamander in the village. I don't know if you remember that one. It was precious i love it i want it as a stuffed animal it's so cute and i really wish they'd actually gone like pushed it further push the envelope more with that make them a little bit like their their name is deviant like that's what they're called so i expect something a little bit weirder yeah, a little deviant. bit like yeah just more like i don't know they're a cookie cutter monster it's just like it looked like they look too familiar still it looks like oh this one's all a lion but squiggly looking and this one's a bird and squiggly looking and that's it they didn't even do the thing thing where they're all actually squiggly with their little bits like that would have been better (laughs) i just wish that they had looked more formidable in some way more menacing yeah yeah i
1: i I hope we're all going back to a time we're all heading towards this like time where like cgi is just absolutely trash just just, just, just like we, we turn on it we turn on it and beg for more practical, effects. Bring practical like, back. yes yes like the t-rex from jurassic park there's a huge animatronic and stuff yeah they look fake yeah yeah they you know whatever the, the deviants are phony they're, they're like weird little creature thing um but 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 like i, I guess i was too focused on how beautiful everything looked because like just the landscape and like when the celestial was uh was just oh, being born just yeah that, that that was so beautiful and uh yeah it, it it looked really nice like those are the technical aspects that i focused on more than like the cgi because the cgi are like pew, 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 whatever I like and, and, and like that stuff puts me to sleep because like i hate avatar and, and, and like james Cameron could. just count his money in his mansion forget the
0: sequel. again you guys mentioned it all already uh some of the cgi was sus uh the the celestials look amazing which proves to me fox fantastic four you could have done galactus properly look at the celestials you could have done galactus properly um and i do Kind of respect the fact that uh Chloe Zhao shot on on location and so that these actors had natural backgrounds to act against because I saw like a behind the scenes of Shang-Chi recently and do you know the one of the very first scenes the car where uh Shang-Chi and Aquafina were just grabbing the car from the from the customer that was behind blue screen it wasn't even on oh the That was blue screen. It's crazy. And Chloe Zhao wow. took her time to like shoot everything in golden hour and made sure like everything, the lighting was right. It was beautiful. Um, um, anyone you want to say anything while I think about more things technical wise, I want to say about this? I I I I just do, do want to tack on something about the CGI.
1: It it, it it it's actually because like the um the ancient civilizations looked beautiful, and I'm positive. that. Well, well, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that, like, it had to be CGI. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't really, I don't really think CGI it's, like, a, a miniature. It it, it, yeah, it, it could be a miniature, and, like, i completely fooled, but it's probably easier just to do CGI. But, but, but that looked really nice. That looked really nice. Like, like it wasn't all terrible. The, 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 like, I, Icarus shooting his, his laser beams from his eyes, that looked dope. That looked, like, like, like the way it should. Yeah. But, like, I guess it was just, like, the way the deviants looked.
2: I didn't actually. I know you don't like. I'm gonna just just uh, disagree with all y'all. I had no problem with the way the powers were portrayed with the CGI. Uh, I thought it worked great. I thought it looked really cool. I liked the similarities and differences. Like they all have like the yellow power or whatever. Um, but I liked how like the individual powers looked and worked. Um, I thought that final fight. Um, oh God, I can't remember the character's name. The guy who like tinkers with stuff. What's his name? Fastos, Fastos, him, um, his little band thing that he did to Icarus, I thought that looked awesome. I, I, I don't know, I just really enjoyed like that entire sequence, and I don't remember a lot of characters' names. The girl who r- runs really fast, Akari, <laughs> yeah, Akari. The way her fight with Icarus as well, like that, like running around, speeding thing, I thought looked awesome. Um, I really, really liked that as well. I didn't have an issue with truly any of the powers being portrayed. And I liked that Druid's powers was very like, just, it's just the eyes, it doesn't look like much. And I really liked the nuance of it. So it was cool. I like that, it looked cool for me. I like yeah. powers, just any powers, they look cool. I like it. I wanna go back to, to like the,
0: the the powers. The only power set that I didn't really like was uh, Kingo's, like the finger guns. Yeah, yeah. I understand it, like finger guns and you did a little Kamehameha and that's it. <laughs> But uh, other than like Sprite's power set was cool, um, my favorite- Thina was awesome. Thena, oh yeah, yeah, Thena was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't know if you guys would agree with me, but I think right now, uh, M- Makari is the best looking speedster out of all the other speedsters out there, because it's the only, she's the only speedster that didn't have a slow-mo version. Uh, we had flashes, weird kind of. <laughs> from, um, Quicksilver was cool because they did it right, and Makari. Although I guess power-wise, she's not the fastest, but her powers look cool. Just sipping around, like the little sonic boom during the first part, where just she pushed uh, Deviant off, but just using like the sonic boom. I thought that was really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: From from a purely nerd point of view which which i sit firmly in uh yeah makari is dope like like, like her speed was insane it it was basically like watching the flash yeah yeah yeah. how the flash should be yeah yeah well he he, might have been if it wasn't for the the slow-mo but you know you do yeah you do anything (laughs) with zach snyder gonna be slow-mo
0: there was no hot dogs in this one, which was
1: really... Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. No no, no innuendos,
0: thank God.
2: God I have totally yeah. repressed that. Thanks for bringing yeah, that back yeah. up.
0: <laughs> um, you know what? Let's move on. Let's talk about the uh, performances. This is a very large cast, although you wouldn't really think about it because there's like ten, ten, 10 main characters, but then actually there's only like 23 people cast into this movie, which is not a lot of people but uh yeah. let's just talk about like the main people uh what did you guys think of the performances good or bad
2: I don't think there was a performance in there that stood out to me as bad um I really can't think of one that if I have issues with a character it's not because I have issues with the performance of that character I think everyone played their roles very very well um yeah I, I think they were all good um for me like through I, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan um so Interesting seeing uh you know the 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 Rob Stark and the Jon Snow back <laughs> together on screen. And I honestly wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about it. And also because her name's Cersei, I was like, this is weird. I don't know, this is <laughs> throwing me out. Um, it took me a little bit to kind of get used to that. Um, I actually really like that Kit Harrington wasn't in this movie very much because if I had to be like someone was the weakest, it was maybe him, but I don't think it's his fault at all. Um, he just wasn't really in this movie. Um, Gemma Chan. Uh, Cersei was she was amazing I really liked her character um I'm a huge like mega super fan of Angelina Jolie I'm obsessed with her like I'm biased like I will like Angelina Jolie anything I don't even care and I thought she was so good in this movie um especially with like her and Gilgamesh like their relationship and the way like she acted around his death and like that whole thing was in her little speech for Cersei was so well done. Like Angelina Jolie is always a gold star for me, but particularly in this movie where she wasn't the main character and she was just able to like be a very awesome supporting character. I really liked it.
0: She didn't take the focus off uh, anybody. It's like, no, she did her thing and she did it well.
2: Exactly. She like could steal a scene without like taking away from somebody else if that makes sense. Like she knew when it was her moment to like shine. And I, Mm -hmm. it was so good. It was so, so good.
1: Yeah, uh, I I, I want to praise Angelina Jolie, Jolie some more. Uh, I, it, it's like part her, part story where I was convinced that, okay, she's going to be the villain or like she's going to be in cahoots with the Celeste or something, it turned out to be Icarus instead. But so, it, yeah, it, it was um, really well done by Angelina Jolie's part, like like the confused uh, warrior. And when she turns it on as a warrior, she turns it on. It, it, it's great, great, great acting. I, I actually do look forward to seeing more of her in the future. Uh, as far as the rest of the cast, solid. Like, like I've, I've got like no complaints. Uh, Kingo was funny because you, you, know, you hired an actor. He beefed up, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, yeah, well done on the his Marvel part.
0: diet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm sure that's what it is.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess same. Uh, all the performances were good. All the relationships were, were great. Although, if I had to like pick a of a relationship that didn't really work because druig and car's relationship was like yeah i shipped them as the uh, the kids call it uh gilgamesh and was awesome and you can feel like their friendship um the main one that they were trying to do was uh cersei and icarus and also known as icky icky it, although it worked it was the weakest out of all the relationships that were there that were trying to form but uh yeah, that was the the only thing that. Uh, although I, I do really love how ironic uh, Icarus' last scene was, and he uh, f- that's some Shakespearean shit right there. <laughs> Icarus flew to the sun. I didn't
2: but, like uh, that. I didn't, um, no, I, I,
1: come on, come on! You are done being grown.
2: groan. Come on. I like, hated oh. it. I hated it. And I, I wanted him like, like, to just oh. fly off into space. Like that's fine. I loved it. Go away. But. Uh, Okay, so the, like they, oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
0: explain myself why I okay. really like that scene. It was, I think this is just me again. I thought he he served two purposes in his time of being eternal: is being the good soldier and, um, his love for Cersei. He betrayed uh, Arisham for his love of Cersei, but he's not gonna get that love from Cersei because she loves Dane, and it, it reminds me, like, what's that? I can't remember the other the show, but he he had no nothing to do. I mean, that's it. He's like, all right, that's that's all my purpose in living. Let me go uh, beat my namesake and actually fly into the sun. I'm gonna be reborn anyway. My other memory is somewhere in the in that giant hard you know hard drive somewhere. So that is. But uh, I know you hate it, Michelle. Let me let me hear why you hate it. <laughs>
2: Um, I just okay. So it was I found a really fun plot point that Sprite was the one who created that original story of Icarus flying into the sun. Um, they kind of talked about that a couple times. That Sprite kind of spread all of these rumors that ended up becoming these like epics and these tales and this and that. And I thought that was really cool. But like Sprite wrote the story of you flying into the sun, so. It doesn't mean anything to him to fly into the sun specifically. You know what I mean? I don't know. That just felt weird to me because it wasn't like he actually flew too close true, to the sun. True. And there was, a, He he didn't have a pre-existing relationship with the sun. We'll just say that. So I wish he had just flown away. Just go away and go think about your shit for a while and then maybe come back. I don't know. Because I didn't really have that big of an issue with him. Um, I just think he should go away for a bit. Um, and then just because I, I agree and also... Want to add to this um i think the icky relationship was very weak but also i think the cersei Dane relationship was very weak um i don't she doesn't love him i don't i don't see that literally at all um she tolerates him at best like it, it really felt so friend zoney to me where like he wanted to kiss her and she like hugged him and like they didn't even get to have like a moment at all even when he's like i love you and i know their moment was kind of ruined But when he's like move in with me she's all like no but won't like she just hugs him awkwardly i'm like that i don't know she doesn't she doesn't clearly like either of these guys right now so why does she need to be attached to either of them i think it's honestly just a way and i don't know if this is like for the comics or not alex because like i'm gonna kind of spoil the mid-credit whatever like he's he's dark he's what is he black knight who's he he's somebody yeah he's black Black Knight. knight So it's their way of introducing him by making him date her because that's kind of weak. They could have just been like friends. Like it really didn't wow. want to be a romantical thing that didn't work.
1: Well, you know what? The, I, I honestly think the true issue is that he just wasn't in the movie. I like if if, if you had more scenes with him, I'm sure they could have established something. Uh, aside from that, in the comics, Cersei and Black Knight in the 90s, they were a couple. Uh, so I, I I guess like, because, like, you, you kind of need an anchor, a human anchor for uh, one of the yeah, Eternals. Yeah, to, to to show why they can't kind of uh, ingratiate themselves into human civilization even thousands of years later. But with this changing point, maybe, you know, something has changed uh, in Cersei. But I, I don't even remember the ending. Like, was that about? Oh, my God. We didn't talk about the ending. Can, can, I, can I just bring that up? Like Absolutely. What? That was like, okay, that's like losing half a mark, and know, like half, half a point out of ten, because it was like Poochie's, like I must go, my my home planet needs me, boop, 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 boop. like the way Cersei just, just like what <laughs> the hell was that? That was so bad. It was just bad. It, it looked bad. It was, bad. Like, it was
0: that, weird.
1: That yeah, was kind of weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like we 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 what what. I, I like I I, I guess because like I'm also looking for some sort of like resolution, like emotional resolution for Cersei, and like yes. literally she yeah literally like, oh, okay there she goes. So so so, so, so yeah to, to Michelle's yeah, <laughs> please include that. <laughs> but to Michelle's point, it it, it was uh, dropping off the ball like not having Dane in the movie enough, and then all of a sudden it's like hey I got this thing for my uncle. Holy crap!
2: Look oh okay bye.
1: You know, it it was, was like, they're trying to tack on a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're trying to use, like, her, my assumption is they're trying to use her being taken or whatever as the inciting incident for him touching, the cursed sword or whatever. So, like, that's his origin story is that he loves her enough to, like, pick up the sword. But, like, she doesn't even like him. Like, at least give the man some hope. This, right now it looks like this really sad like unrequited puppy love where he like really likes her and she's like I don't like you that much so he's gonna get all messed up and cursed and whatever and do stuff for this girl who doesn't even like him that much or maybe she does but she's never actually told him so that's so sad I don't know I just really want John Snow to have a romantic win that's all I want he's had a tough I I,
1: I, I, I mean for me I, I guess I'm from of the mindset that like I know the comics and like I know Cersei in the comics does like him, love him. So like, I'm just waiting for that to, to, to you know, parallel. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like which is weird to hear coming from you, Michelle, like that was your take from it, but it's a fair take because like, it, it, it's how they portrayed it, which, which is pretty whack. <laughs> uh, but yeah.
0: Yeah, um, so let's move on to our favorite scenes before our final thoughts and we score this. Uh, who wants to go first?
2: Favorite scene, scene or scenes? I'll go first. Um, I love the, I call it the cult leader scene, um, Druid with his little commune of humans. Um, that, that, it's a two part scene. So him just wanting to remove the conflict from all the humans, that kind of altercation that he has with the rest of them where he goes and leaves. I love that. I liked his character's motivation. That makes sense. And then seeing him in his little like commune where they're all using the guns at the same time. I don't know why. But that like, I thought that was really cool and kind of just an interesting kind of darker turn for this character that in order to protect these people he's actually just mind controlling them all the time. And I thought that was just really interesting. Um, I wish I had been more flesh out but I just in amidst all the fighting and the drama I just liked kind of those smaller moments of this character kind of, I don't know being a little bit misguided I think would be the word I'd use for him. Cause I think he's just a pure, pure boy on the inside but he's doing things that are a little bit weird, a little sketchy. Um, and I, I, really, I really like that.
1: Yeah, there was some really dark implications that they never followed up on with, with, with the whole Druig thing. Like, like it, it was so fascinating when that happened. I'm, I'm like, okay, so they are, So maybe half of them will start to influence human civilization. And, and, and then the other half, I don't know, whatever. But that, clearly that wasn't the case. Uh, Instead, uh, I'll just say my favorite scene, which is just clearly the pew, pew, pew of uh, Icarus versus everyone. Yeah, that's, I'm a simple man. And uh, that was it, I had nothing else to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, basically the, the two favorite scenes were, I, I think I already mentioned it, like the first one was uh, uh, Macari doing the sonic boom to that deviant, which is boom. And I like it because in the theater I was in, it's like the, the sound was left behind kind of she would run and the sound would kind of be not in sync. so it, the sound would be like just a little bit behind which is really cool and the other one was her just trying to beat up Icarus you just go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that was really cool um I I forgot to mention it I jumped the gun a little bit but uh, let's talk about the the end credit scenes the uh the mid credit and the end credit so the mid-credit scenes goes. Um, the the remaining Internals go off to space, find more Internals, and who shows up? Uh, Pip the Troll, who introduces Arrows, aka Harry Styles, which got uh, I could tell how old some of the, the the people watching the movies were when they were just like, <gasps> Harry
2: Styles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, I don't know any of his songs, but cool, Arrow, Star Fox is here. Uh, and then I guess the next one is Dane gets the sword from his uncle, uh, the Ebony Blade, which is kind of funny because the person talking to him, uh, I think is like, are you sure Mr. Whitman was Mahershala Ali, AKA Blade? So let's just, let's talk about it. How'd you guys feel okay. about the mid and end credit scene?
1: I I t- t- sorry to cut anyone off or you you specifically Michelle, but I just want to say that wasn't Blade at the end. That was just a freaking I'm trying not to swear. It's just a voice. It was a voice. It, it, and then later on, you go home like the interviews, like oh that was Blade, guys. It's like no, that wasn't Blade. If that was Blade, they would have showed Blade. It's it, like to me, okay, whatever. They're gonna say later it's Blade. Well, like, if you don't show the character, then it's just a voice off screen. Like, I, you should have just ended it with, with, with the funky sword and then that's it. Cool. Okay. Black Knight. There you go. But, it, but like, like, oh, ho, ho, ho. You know, I, I'm the new Nick Fury. Like, what? Stop like, it. Just, talk just, about just teasing, need... right? Yeah. No, no. But, 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 but like, if, if it was like a black trench coat and the boots, Okay, then it's like, oh, it's Blade, you know? Okay, th- then you're giving me something. But it's just a voice and I have no idea. It's like, is it, like My first thought was Pete Wisdom because I'm a comic book nerd because I'm a loser and I read too many
0: comic books at home since I was a was kid. A I thought it was a watcher, to be honest. I, I was, uh, Blade was the see, furthest thing from my mind.
1: Yeah. See, th- th- that was the thing. That was horrible. It, it, it might have been my least favorite end credit scene because it was just like you're you're giving me nothing like i have to go home and and, and find, find this out. one out yeah as for the whole harry Styles thing like i can't stop calling him star fox he's star fox because that's his character name in the comics and like
2: yeah. i
0: can't
1: help it eros is weird and and he has like a rapey power but like i hope he no, doesn't he, have it
0: he yeah. Didn't the funniest guy in the MCU. yeah yeah
1: Sorry, what? yeah, yeah he's, he's he's pretty much a racist yeah, yeah. he's uh
0: is a rape dude. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna portray him here in the MCU, but he's very rapey. <laughs> but but look,
1: <laughs> look, 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 hold, on. I gotta defend well, I can't defend rape, but <laughs> I'm gonna he needs people defend for me. That's it. so
2: oh, yeah yeah. I mean, that's there you his go. power like, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. In in the comics. But but is that why they yeah, got
2: Terry Styles? Because he like makes all the young girls so thirsty. Is that a thing? Because I was really curious why the hell he's in it. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Marvel Earth.
2: Yeah, I
1: hate that. that's Marvel for you. Yeah, yeah. What? What? Uh, yeah. What Thanos represents for death, I guess. Uh, Eros represents for love. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna yes. be tricky
2: how
0: they portray
1: him, like going forward. Yeah. They, oh, they're they're not giving him those powers. They're they're, they're just yeah. turning him into a hot dude, and 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 like and and that's it. I'm guessing. But but to be fair. Gambit has, like, a rapey power where he charms, you know, he can charm people, but that's just by talking, so, you know. he's a natural charmer. Exactly, thank you, thank you, thank you, Luke. Gambit. <laughs> There's Michelle. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um, um, Continue. What? <laughs> now I have so many thoughts. Okay, so, um, <laughs> I'm, like, I can't I', I, I... I should
1: have let you go first. I'm really sorry.
2: (laughs) No, that's totally fine. Um, Okay. I had had it spoiled for myself that there was a blade moment. Um, So I knew going in to look for something that had to do with that. So when I saw a sword, a blade, I was like, is this the blade moment? And then I heard the voice and I was like, this is the blade moment. Um, To me, it didn't really mean anything. I love blade. Like, the Blade movies, I adore. I like, I just, I think Blade is cool. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm excited for the new casting. I love him. I think he's amazing. Um, so, like, I'm super hyped. But that moment, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I had to Google what the heck was going on with uh, our buddy Dane, because I, you know, not not the comic fan to that degree. I know the basic stuff. So this is outside, completely outside my realm. So I had to do a Google and then pretend like I knew what was happening. (laughs) Um, Okay. And the same, like the issue that I'm having now, because I'm not the comic book fan that Alex is, like I've read the the Avengers stuff. Like I have a mild, mild understanding of Avengers. I have a stupid understanding of She-Hulk because I read a lot of that as a kid for some reason. I don't know. That's what my dad gave me. I know a lot of X-Men. I own a lot of X-Men so anything else I don't get so both of these scenes for me I'm just like am I like I'm questioning am I the problem like do I am I dumb for not knowing what this is or is this so obscure that like it's actually not that weird that I don't know what it is so when Harry Styles rolled up I'm like why is Harry Styles here who is this I literally had no like it had no reaction for me it's funny that Lou mentioned like how his theater reacted I was in the VIP theater so I think it was a lot of people closer to my age um we all laughed and we're like lol why is Harry Styles here like I audibly heard that from different like areas of the audience being like what um I thought that was kind of funny because yeah and I'm okay so now here's my argument just not on the rapey stuff but on just like the bringing in a hot guy for the MCU how are you ever going to tell me or any person who any human that Harry Styles can stand near most of the Avengers and you still think Harry Styles is the hot one. (laughs) Are you kidding? Regardless of your age, Harry Styles versus Captain America or Harry Styles versus Winter Soldier or Harry Styles versus freaking Black Widow. Literally anyone, any other Avenger is a million times hotter than Harry Styles is. (laughs) So I don't get that. I do not get it. I'm like, if you want to bring in like a younger hotness, I'm cool with that. Bring in an actual actor who's hot because they're hot. Like Harry Styles, the young girls are attracted to because he sings about like
0: watermelon sugar.
2: Which is like very sexy, apparently. I don't like it's a you know, Google it for yourselves, internet, if you don't know what he's referencing in that freaking song. But it's like that's the <laughs> thing that makes him like an attractive human. So unless his character is gonna be singing some Harry Styles songs, he doesn't hit that like attractive factor. For, for I think most people they're just going to be disappointed that he's just playing a weird character um so I'm like you know you gotta elevate the hotness because also even in this movie look at my eternal bros like Icarus is hot he's hot too and oh oh, looks like a baby. oh and he
1: and he's a lot hotter now because he's in the sun <laughs> I should have I should have seen
2: that coming <laughs> But you know what I mean you're gonna have like the Angelina Jolie's the Gemma Chance and then the I can't remember Icarus's actor's name, but you're going to have the three of them rolling around being just super hot. And then Harry Styles, like, I just can't. He's just not there. Okay. Um, uh, yeah.
0: so basically, my thought is to the uh, mid and end credit scenes is I didn't care that much. Uh, it was uh, Pip. That was the CGI that I really hated. It, it looked really bad. But uh, what I wanted is for the end and mid credit scene is I wanted that reaction, but this was like after. It's when I found out that it was actually Blade because I thought it was like Alex. It was really stupid that it was just a voice. So you know how the younger kids were all ah, with uh, Harry Styles. I wanted my age to when they saw Ursula mm-hmm. Ali. We would have been. We would done that. Yeah, ah, Blade. I wanted something for both. They had the younger crowd yell for Watermelon Sugar. We wanted. We wanted Blade. That's all it was. <laughs> That's All it was, I, I just that's why I didn't like it as much as I would have. Um, so yeah, uh, final thoughts and score, and maybe if you can, your top five MCU and where you would put turnals. Who wants to go first? You know, I think about my top Lu- five, yeah, 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 Lou.
1: <laughs> Lu- Lu- <laughs> Lu- Lu- it sounds more like you have a top five thought out,
0: <laughs> absolutely. That's, ahead, that's why I asked the question. <laughs> so final thoughts are, uh, this was a really great movie. It, it's, it's different. And I guess there was just a few little things that tethered it to like the Marvel universe. Chloe Zhao did an amazing job. The uh, cast did an amazing job. And like I said, once in a while, there's a movie that when, after watching it, you can't stop thinking about it. This was it for me. Uh, that said, it had its flaws, but it's not a perfect movie. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And as far as top five MCU and where I p- would put Eternals, here we go. So I number one, to me, is one movie as Endgame and Infinity War. To me, that's one movie. That's number one. Number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Number three is Thor Ragnarok. Number four is Winter Soldier. Number five is Eternals. That's me. Wow, top five movie. Hello. Interesting. That's wild. I know that's not going to be in your top five or probably even top ten. It just hit me the right way. I was like, yeah. This movie was made for me. (laughs) It's not my X Men. X Men '97 is coming soon. I hope they don't screw that up. Oh, let's let, let's not sidetrack here because,
1: like, yes, I've been yes, ta- let's, thinking let's, let's thinking thinking it. about it
0: nonstop. Let's finish it before
1: story. we talk about it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll go next. I wrote down my okay. five, and then I crossed a bunch out because then I was like, oh. mm, I don't know.
1: Sam, so, I need to. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I really had to think about it. <laughs> like, it has changed recently. Um, so this movie is not in my top five. Sorry, Lou. I give it like a seven and a half, 7.75. Um, I enjoyed it. It's, you know, probably not in my top 10, but it's good. Like I had a good time. I'm excited to see what happens past it. Uh, my top five. And I feel like past the first one, the other four are in no particular order. So my number one is Black Panther. Like Eternals is made for Lou, Black Panther was made for me. Um, I, I freaking love it. It came out right around my birthday. I saw it for my birthday. And I, I had a very like very special movie going experience, which when you pair that with what I think is a perfect movie, it's gonna be top for me. Like I, I don't see anything removing Black Panther from being top spot for me. I really don't think that'll happen. So there's that. Then the rest in no particular order. I'm, I'm gonna do the same thing, Endgame, Infinity War is one movie, as one movie. Then <laughs> here's my list. Uh, Thor Ragnarok's also in there. Then I also have Spider-Man. Um, the far far from home, the second Spider-Man, um, because the the whole thing with him dealing with Iron Man being gone, that speaks to me on a very deep level, and I like it. And then Shang Chi, I freaking love that movie. That's in my top five. I adore that movie so much. I've seen it a couple more times. And I really really like it. Sorry. Yeah, Eternals is good. Okay, like it's good. It didn't change my life or blow my mind that much, but I enjoyed it. Like it's a good movie. It's a well done movie, and I feel like for me. At this point, there are so many Marvel movies that are so well done that it's hard for the newer ones to get into my top, top spots unless they do something vastly different, which is what Shang-Chi did in my mind. I thought it was different enough because of the mystical elements that it made it into the top five, whereas this one didn't do that for me. It felt like another team up, which I'm okay with, but the Avengers movies are already in my top five for the team ups.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll just start talking about the movie. Um, because like we've all noticed that like the, the critics score versus like the uh, the user reviews are, yeah. you know, drastically different and, and, and like I and never and, and buy in, into any of that. Especially when like people are like, oh, they don't like uh, inclusion. It's like, no, shut up. There's something about the movie that critics aren't liking. Yeah. It's not because they don't like gay people or black people. It's just there's something in the movie they're not taking. It's like, oh, but they're you white know, people, they okay. Yeah, 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 and,
0: and and like it's
1: clear why because like the, the whole superhero trope, it, it it's predicated on like you know superhero elements like uh, there's loss and then there's uh, revenge like like if you look at Spider Man, Batman, Superman, etc. It, it, it they're they're all like that. This one totally breaks the mold. It's not a superhero movie. Completely different thing. Uh, like well out there, well different. Uh, so so like. Like, it's just not feeling like a Marvel movie. So, like, when you sit in the theater, you see the Marvel Studios thing, and then you see a scroll that you've never seen, like, even the font in any other movie, obviously, right? Uh, but I, I, I think that's probably the strongest uh, positive that it has, that it's not like a Marvel movie, uh, but it's set in the Marvel Universe. So, so like, they can use stuff like Celestial, they can talk about Thanos, all this good stuff. Uh oh overall, more positive than negative. I same with Michelle. I give it just a seven point five out of ten. And as far as the Marvel movie goes, it would not be my top five. Uh probably not my top ten either. Uh, I I I I think I would put what the, the infinity endgame thing at number one. I'd put in Winter Soldier, Spider Man Homecoming, Guardians and maybe Thor ragnarok yeah that's basically that's what i put that's better
0: awesome um and with that that is our review for the eternals uh we're still trying to reach a thousand if you guys want to help us do that uh you can just forget what i'm saying just uh subscribe like make a comment to any of our videos again i'm joined by alex and michelle and we'll see you on the next one